0: plus, oh. recorded live. <laughs> All praises be to God our Father, and once again, we welcome you and you and you to another time of Fresh Broadcast for God's Church International. We come to you each and every Sunday for a sermonic theme, a word from the Lord, a preach word that we believe will help to edify you and strengthen you in your journey in Christendom. I am Pastor Adrian Rumpf, and I'm excited to be with you once again for another opportunity to break open the word of the Lord, and to hear what thus saith the Lord. However, today we begin a new sermonic theme, a new theme for the month um, for God's Church International. This is the eighth month of 2015, and we're excited because eight represents new beginnings, and we believe in new beginnings. We believe in starting fresh in Christ, we give our lives to God. We are made brand new. Amen. We are wiped clean. Our plate is wiped clean. We don't have to worry about what we've done in the past. We, we're looking forward. We're pressing toward the mark of the high call. And we want to encourage you to look at this month, this month, this eighth month of the year as an opportunity for you to press forward, for you to do new things in God. Not worried about the things that may have weighted you down, the things that may have caused you to stumble, the things may have caused you to feel shame or guilty. This is an opportunity for you to go forward in God with a new beginning, a new mindset, and a new outlook. So that is my encouragement to you. For the month of August, the theme for this month is living a fruitful life, living a fruitful life. So before we get started, I want you to get your word, when it gets the word of God, get your Bible, get your sword ready so that we can begin by reading and then we'll go into a word of prayer and then we'll give them to our sermonic theme. Our reading for today is going to be coming from Galatians chapter 5, verses 13 through 23, I will read, amen, Galatians chapter 5, verses 13 through 26, I'm sorry, is what I'll be reading. Amen. I'll be reading from the New International Version, and it reads this way. You, my brothers and sisters, will call to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. That you already know that the Word of God is all ready, blessed, glory be to God,
1: hallelujah,
0: So let us pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, and we praise you God, for the opportunity, oh God, to be in your presence, God, we thank you for the opportunity, Father God, to read your word, God, we thank you for the opportunity, oh God, to just live a life in which you can be pleased, God. God, we pray that you'll be with us on today, God, that you will uh, let this word go forth, God, and let it be a blessing to all those that hear. And, God, we thank you and we praise you in advance for all that you'll do and all that you're already doing in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So as we enter into our text, and we we read a a good expanse from Chapter 5 of Galatians where Paul is writing to the Church of Galatia hallelujah, about life or living by the Spirit. And, I, as, and as I, I want to draw a parallel here because we need to understand that living a fruitful life will have to be a life that's driven by spiritual things. It cannot be driven by what our flesh wants, what our carnal self wants. It has to be lined up with spiritual things and spirituality. It has to be lined up with what God wants. And if we understand God is a spirit. Amen. And when he created each one of us, we are spirit and flesh. And what we have been driven by for most of our lives is the fleshly part of us. We've been driven by fleshly desires, lust of the eyes, lust of, lust of the ears, uh, appetites that have been wedded for things that are not godly, are not good, are not things that can, are pleasing to God. And so we have placed a lot of emphasis on things that feed this Carnal flesh that feed this body, that feed this clay pot that our spirit and our soul resides in. So today, I just want to bring before you a couple of key points, things that we need to understand is required of us in order for us to live a life that is fruitful to God. We must, hallelujah, have our mind set upon things that are spiritual, and our main concern and our main aim Needs to be to have a seriously good connection with Father God. If any of you have had a poor Wi Fi connection or poor internet connection, or maybe even on a phone line, you had a bad connection, it's pretty frustrating, amen, to get the information that you need from those connections. It's not clear as to what the information is. It's not clear even who is giving the information. It's not clear, as I said, of what the directors are regarding the information. And so that breeds a lot of chaos. That breeds a lot of confusion. And we know that Father God is not a God of confusion. He's a God that gives us truth and gives us a, a way to uh, see things in his eyes, through his eyes, and it is not going to be a dark, scary cloud, you know, lingering over something. It will be with clarity and with uh, with uh, just a, a great discernment and great revelation when Father God speaks and when he's moving, hallelujah, in our lives. And I know sometimes we've been tripped up, we've been tricked, we've made some decisions, we've made some twists and some turns that don't always align with God. But what I'm calling you to on today is to really take a second look. Take another look at your life. Take a look at where you're headed. Take a look at the things that that drive you, the things that cause you to be passionate. Take a look at the things that uh, are causing you to, uh, what, what are the things you want? What are on your main list of desires and hopes and dreams? Then I want you to take those lists and I want you to align them with the Word of God. I want you to see What does God have to say about the things that seem to drive you, the things that seem to give you so much um, uh, excitement or give you, uh, have your appetite whetted or have your juices flowing? Uh, We need to see if they're what God wants for each one of us. And if they're not, then there's some time to do some soul searching. There's some time that we need to look at what we can do better and how we can do it better. And, of course, we need to go to the source, God Almighty, and he will help to lead us and guide us as the Holy Spirit will into all truth. So we understand, first and foremost, that a life that can be fruitful for God is a life that is being lived in the spiritual realm. We are called to that. The only way that we can keep this key commandment that God says, which is to love your neighbor as you love yourself, is through being connected spiritually god is love and we know that in god's love we should not be fearful because perfect uh love casts out fear and his love is perfect his is the only love that's perfect we need to understand that but we are to strive to have the adopted love that he is rendering unto us meaning a love without condition we can have a life that's fruitful by loving one another as God loves us, even as we love ourselves. I was just sharing today on Facebook with a uh, one of my cousins who was on Facebook, and she gave a little brief rant about the fact that she had helped someone as much as she could. She had done over backwards to help them, and she had done this and done that, and they didn't seem grateful. They didn't didn't seem like they appreciated what she had done for them, and she felt slighted. A lot of people were on there, and they were saying, yeah, I understand what you mean, and I've been there, and that means you shouldn't do anything else for them, and, why, you know, yes, that happens, and I just cut them off. And, you know, they gave a lot of different fleshly and carnal uh, things, but I didn't see one person talk about anything spiritual related to that. And what I've learned over the years is this, that whatever we do, we need to do it as unto the Lord. Whatever we're giving someone, whatever we're doing in service, whatever we're saying, when we're praying, when we're blessing someone, even when we're letting someone know that their actions aren't quite right, Whatever we're doing, we need to do it as unto the Lord. And sometimes we are the ones that are out of order, even in our giving. You need to understand me and hear me on this. If you want to live a life that's fruitful, you need to consider God and consult him for the things that we are doing. If someone needs help, they need assistance, maybe someone is needing to borrow money, whatever it is, you need to pray and ask God. You need to work with that because it's not always about – that's not how you would love someone all the time. Sometimes loving them is for you not to give them the help that they are requiring, especially if they have been asking you over and over and over again and they're still needing the same help to get out of the same ditch that you keep offering help for. The Word of God tells us that we should not cast our pearls before swine, meaning that we should not take the wonderful, beautiful – valuable, priceless things that he has given us, even our talents and our gifts, and use them for something or for someone that cannot appreciate them, because that could never appreciate them, that didn't even have the capacity to appreciate them, that not even have the capacity to understand the worth and the value of what it is that you are doing for them. And so I just want to encourage you that we are to love our neighbor as ourselves. We are. We are to act in love, we're to walk in love, we're to talk in love, hallelujah, and the only way we can do that, hallelujah, the only way we can live this life that's fruitful in this way is to be totally and completely and utterly connected to God in every way. We can't go about life and go about the decisions and situations that uh, that we come across and try to make all these decisions ourselves. Because an emotional decision is one that generally is going to bring pain and suffering later. Yes. An emotional, something that comes from a visceral type of uh, knee-jerk reaction is going to cause pain later. Yes. Something that just comes from your head, hallelujah, it's not going to be good enough. We need to rely on what does God's words say and what is God saying concerning us and concerning our situations, that is the only way that we can be fruitful and live fruitful lives that's even concerning his love but you have to understand it even when God is showing is teaching you and training you and giving you it giving you experience about how to love others he is going to give you discernment he's going to give you insight there'll be um, there will be confirmations even along the way, even when you didn't ask for him. He will show you who to help, how to help, when to help, in what capacity. Not just what your pride is telling you to do, not being helpful or being loving out of guilt or shame or because somebody's trying to make you feel obligated to do it, but that you will know beyond a shadow of a doubt what it is that you're supposed to do and for how long and for whom. I'm telling you. It's going to save you a lot of headaches and a lot of misery and a lot of tears. You have to hear what God says. And if God says don't help in that capacity, then don't help in that capacity. You cannot go against what Father God. That's not what love is. Love is not just doing, you know, being like a robot and doing the things that are needed without God in it. You can't leave the spirit out. Otherwise, it's just fleshly things that you're doing. We understand that we can't gain the kingdom by doing works. It's a grace movement. It's us accepting God and then it's the grace of God covering up our sin, washing us white as snow so that we can have an opportunity to use that grace as a vehicle with our faith to be able to go to heaven and to be able to interact with Father God. Hallelujah. We see when we skip down to verse 22, uh, Paul very quickly lets us know that the fruit of the Spirit is these number of things that he uh, that he uh, lives by. And so over the next few weeks, we're going to be talking in more depth and ask some things about these particular uh, lists and about these particular characteristics. I think it's very important, amen, for all of us, all of us, one and all, to seek to line up with God as much as we can in every way, in every area of our lives. We can't just paint on a grin for Sundays or when we grace a pulpit or when we have a broadcast or when we're going to be seen at a prayer breakfast or when we're going to do an interview. That's not what it's about. This is about living a fruitful life for God, and it can't just be in name only. It has to be, I hate to say it, in blood, sweat, and tears, amen, but we understand, hallelujah, that whatever it is that we're doing for God, when we are directed and our steps are ordered in him, it's going to get a way bigger impact and what you're doing so you can get the promotion, so you can get a pat on the back, so you can gain the title, become the bishop, you know, whatever it is, become the most biggest, biggest, the most popular. That's not what it's about. A fruitful life in God is that we exemplify his character and his characteristics even behind closed doors. Even when no one is watching that our hearts and that our minds are set towards pleasing him, and that we are not deterred even by the smallest hiccup to revert back to the fleshly things that we once picked up when these same things came across our doorsteps, we are to be remodeled, remade. Restored, refreshed by His love, so that we can truly do what He has told us to do here in Galatians chapter five, and that we can love our neighbor, love our brother, love our sister. And listen to me, it doesn't mean the ones that come. It just doesn't mean the ones that come all cleaned up in a neat little package that we just love them. That means we can love the brokenhearted. We can love the homeless. We can love those in prison. We can love those that have mental illness. We can love those whose skin color is not like our own. We can love those who even proclaim to hate us, our enemies. This is what He has called us to do. And if we are truly, truly to be followers of Christ, we have to make sure that our sacrifices count, amen, that we are not just doing things out of rote memory, out of a robotic type cat, but that we are doing things in kingdom mindedness that we already know that what we do for Christ will last. But what I might do for Adrian to raise Adrian's name or what I might do to raise my church's name or my ministry's name just to be doing it, it's not going to last. We can no longer play with this thing. We cannot say we believe in God. We can't say that we are Christ followers. We can't say that the Holy Spirit led me to do this and do that. And we really don't have a relationship. With either of the three, the Holy Trinity, we must be fully connected in every way, each and every day, to God Almighty. And we must follow his lead, follow his steps, follow what he's telling he's speaking to you even right now. There's somebody even on this line, I know this is supposed to be a sermon, but Father God is leading me this way. There's somebody on this line, you've got notebooks and notebooks and notebooks that God has given you information. He's given you these wonderful schematics. He even has some pictures. You can even think about where those notebooks are even right now. He's given you great plans to bless multitudes of people. But you put it away, and you even said this is just a childhood dream. This is just a passing fancy. Maybe it was just a dream that I said, but God is saying this is the time that he's about to blow on it. Do you understand what I'm saying, though? hallelujah, is about to step in the room on your visions and on your dreams, and you're going to watch them just take form, take shape, and begin to move, even without great effort on your part. It just takes you opening the books again, you turning the pages again, and as you're looking over what he has given you, begin to bless it and begin to give God glory for it. You know, God is just desiring to have you just walk in the love that he desires for you. And there may be someone on this line tonight that you don't know about this love. Maybe you've had some issues in the past. Maybe you've been saved and then you, that's the way, and, or maybe you grew up in the church but you never really knew God, or maybe you've never heard of God, or. If you don't even know who Jesus is or who the Holy Spirit is, well, tonight is a great night for you to get to know this God I'm speaking of very intimately. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what, you're, what you've done. But what matters next is the decision that you're about to make. It's an eternal decision. It's a decision that can change the course of your future drastically. Will you pray this prayer with me on tonight? Father God, I'm a sinner, meaning I've sinned. I've been separated from the fullness of your love. Father God, I repent of my sins. Wash me. Make me clean. And I will live for you every day of my life. I receive you, God, I receive Jesus, your son, and I receive you, Holy Spirit. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. If you prayed that prayer on today, this is the best day of the rest of your life. My expectation is that you will write our ministry. This is God's Church International. You can reach us at uschurchinternational.org or .com. You can go to our contact us page on the eChurch site and send us information that you've received Jesus Christ. We would like to link with you. We have some dynamic and powerful uh, resources that will help to get you started on your Christian journey. We want to be there with you, holding your hand, encouraging you, man and woman, boy or girl. If you have received Jesus Christ or even if you have received and you've come back home, we want to welcome you. We want to celebrate with you. We want to know that you have made this dynamic step. And then even if you don't have a Bible, we want to get a Bible in your hand. I will encourage you that every dollar store now has Bibles. You can go in for $1 and get a holy Bible. If you have a Bible, we'd like for you to start reading and the Gospel of John, which is the fourth uh, installment or the fourth book of the New Testament, and we would like you to start reading at chapter one, so you can begin to read uh, what John has written. Hallelujah about Christ. It is a moving, moving book, and it will help you on your Christian journey. Amen. Well, I'm excited that you decide to join us on tonight for. This sermonic theme uh, for this new month for God's Church International, with the monthly theme being Living a Fruitful Life. And we're going to be sharing with you the fruits of the Spirit over this month. I pray that you'll be able to join us back for another time of broadcast. Our usual time is 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Central. We'd love to have you join us next Sunday. As we come together once again to continue on in our sermonic teaching preaching series regarding the fruits of the Spirit, we love you so very much and we look forward to connecting with you. Go to our e church site, once again, dot org, and leave a prayer request link with us. If you would like to call for prayer, we'd love to hear from you. This is what uh, God has uh, given us to do. Is to Uh, contact with people and pray and allow him to do the work in their lives. Until next week at 6.30 Central Standard Time, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we look forward to hearing you right back here. Remember this, it's not about you, it's not about me, but it's all about him. Until next time, good night.